Hi, and welcome to episode 69 of the iPhone Life podcast. I'm Donna Cleveland here, Editor-in-Chief at iPhone Life. I wanted to state a quick correction before you get into the episode. Pre-orders for the iPhone X begin October 27th at 12.01 a.m., so that's Friday. We mistakenly said Saturday, and so we just want to let you know that means that if you want to pre-order the iPhone X, you'll need to be staying up late on Thursday night, not on Friday night. So uh, listen, keep on listening. We have a lot of other great tips for you to help you be among the first to get your hands on the iPhone X. So thanks for bearing with us. Hi, and welcome to episode 69 of the iPhone Life podcast. I'm Donna Cleveland, Editor-in-Chief at iPhone Life. I'm David Averbach, CEO and publisher at iPhone Life. And I'm Connor Carey, feature web writer at iPhone Life. We're excited to have Connor here with us. Usually, Sarah is our third person, but uh, Connor has some awesome feedback, and we're excited to have her with us. And thanks if you, for having me. Thanks for joining us. If you don't know, Connor is the one who's responsible for writing the majority of our tip of the day tips. And so if you're subscribed to that, it's Connor's, Connor's words. You're reading my words. <laughs> yeah. She's probably written more than 500 tips at yeah, this point. Yeah. She's a, a master. <laughs> <laughs> she's amazing. So uh, each week with this podcast, we bring to you the best apps, top tips, and great gear in the iOS world. And in this episode, we want to help you pre-order your iPhone 10 this Saturday, starting at midnight Eastern time. I believe Eastern Time. I have notes here. We will check. Yes, you bet. <laughs> you can pre-order your iPhone 10, and we have some tips for you because a lot of people are going to be doing this. There's going to be limited inventory, and we want to help you get your new phone as fast as possible. So we'll break that all down for you in this episode. But we have a lot of other great content to cover first, including our sponsor. We have two sponsors for this episode, but the first one we'll tell you about is Patchworks. So. With the iPhone 8 coming out and the iPhone 10 about to come out, everybody's going to need a new case because mm-hmm. it's glass back phones now. Yeah, just Apple don't went know. back don't to risk it. it. Just don't risk don't it. Don't mess around with glass back phones. That's rule number one. <laughs> if you learn anything, at least we from get us. wireless charging out of this. Yeah. But I have to say, I'm still not that excited about it, the glass back. Me neither. I mean, it looks pretty. It does uh, look pretty. And so you need to protect it. And that's where <laughs> Patchworks comes in. Uh, so Patchworks has. A great line of cases, uh, really affordable and really high quality, which is a very unique combination. Mm -hmm. And so make sure you check them out. Uh, One of the cases I wanted to tell you about is called the Aegis. This is how we're deciding to pronounce it. Right. (laughs) A-E-G-I-S. Yes. Aegis. Retails at $20. Uh, it happens to be on sale right now for about $14.99. So really affordable. It has better than military-grade drop protection. It has two layers. It has the soft silicone layer and a hard back. So really great protection for a really affordable price. They also have a huge line of cases. They have a great wallet case, so make sure you check them out. Yeah, I've really noticed with iPhone cases that the price does not always... You know, usually you pay for what you get, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's not always true with iPhone cases. A lot of times there are like these hidden gem, cheap ones that are really good, and yeah. I think Patchworks really falls into that category. And that's why it's important yeah. to find the right hidden gems because you yeah. can go on Amazon, get a bunch of cases that are in that price range, and you just don't know where you're going to get. So Patchworks is a great solution. Yeah. 
So next, we wanted to read to you some of our feedback from listeners for the last two episodes. We had some really popular themes with our best and worst features of iOS 11 and should you buy the Apple Watch Series 3 cellular. So we had more people writing in than usual, and they brought up some great points that we didn't think of, so we wanted to share it with you guys. If, and if you, if you if we haven't told you this already, we record two episodes at a time, mm. which is why when we ask you the question of the day, first of all, you guys have been great. We've gotten so many emails. And we love yeah. getting and them, And we too. love hearing from them. We read all of them, so thank you guys. Uh, and so we're, we tend to then go over two questions of the day, on every other episode a little bit of logistical kind of why we do what we do piece of information for you right so um the two episodes ago was best and worst features of ios 11 and we had one of our uh, listeners write in her name is donna also (laughs) um so she had a whole bullet point list of what she liked and what she hated she said so here's the features she likes maps lane guidance also that was one of sarah's favorite good yeah and Mm -hmm. connor too Camera can scan QR codes. Really good feature. Yeah. Really useful. Ability to notate on screenshots. Uh, try to prevent cross-site tracking option. That's really nice if you don't like those ads following you around. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, automatic reader mode, since I use it more often than not. Can add some things to control center. SOS, great if I want to quickly have my device require a passcode to use it or if I want to contact 911 and draw attention to myself because you can choose whether or not to have that loud warning sound. Mm, so that's she's cool. clearly aware even, of all the customization yeah, options she dug for deep there. emergency SOS. Yeah, I just hadn't thought about it that way of like the using the sound as a way, as, as a part of the safety feature. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really smart. Because to me, I thought of that actually as a downside. Yeah. And like if, if you're trying to stealthily call 911, why do you want this alarm going off? But it could um, startle the person. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the feature she hates. <laughs> Can't add everything I want to Control Center. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't remove defaults, some of which I will never use from Control Center. Very also good Also true. Yeah. Uh, can't move default items within Control Center. Controls, like rearranging the order mm-hmm. of how it shows up. Control Center, Bluetooth, and Wi-Fi controls only disconnect current connections and prevent new ones. Apple could at least give the option for the previous true on-off toggle in Control Center. And here what she's talking about is if you disconnect, if you hit the Wi-Fi, icon in control center it will not actually turn off wi-fi so your phone will still be searching for wi-fi networks if you have any that it can connect to and so that that's something it's like like she said it's a nice option but it could be annoying if you just wanted to turn it off um gigantic font size at the top of messages <laughs> mail settings this is one rayanne in our office hates she's like why is it there's this like big goofy handwriting it, it almost feels I don't, like it doesn't bother me ios 11 to me feels like Apple got a lot of complaints from people with poor eyesight complaining that they couldn't use iOS 10, and they were like, all right, enough's enough. Because it's like all the font is huge. And I honestly, I I agree with you. I don't know that I mind it because it is more readable. And, you know, Mm -hmm. operating systems should be useful as well as elegant. But uh, it definitely is very noticeable. Yeah. So she had a couple more. Siri's childish new voice. This is an interesting one because Siri's more lifelike, but she kind of, Siri lost its Siri sound. You can change Siri's voice. Oh. I actually have a male British Siri now, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, there's a tip. Probably should on follow that. Connor's I'm lead gonna, on that one. Uh, first of all, 
this Donna's doing great. We should just have multiple Donnas working for us, apparently. Oh, I thought you were talking to me <laughs> no. for a second. I was like, yeah. <laughs> You're doing great, you too. too. You All too. Donnas are great. Uh, I disagree with that point, nice though. Day, I like the new series voice a lot. It seems a lot more natural the way she reads things. Okay. Flight status. <laughs> I, I You're great, Donna. You're great. <laughs> I know. Now I just want to be mean to David. Um, flight status. I would never want flight info to be grabbed automatically from my private emails and private calendar and kept visible in Safari or a spotlight widget. Mm-hmm. Um, auto app removal. Another thing I would never want my iOS device to do. SOS. Terrible if I want to contact 911 and do not want to draw attention to myself. If I thought I was being followed or felt threatened, it would be nice to be able to silently activate the 911 feature. I'm pretty sure you can yeah. do that. I think you can as well. Yeah, yeah. I um, I, I I can't remember right now the exact way to not do that, but we can link to that in our podcast post because I did look into this. Yes. It's iphonelife.com slash podcast. And we have a video feed of the podcast. Actually, we have it. You can now not only get the video feed on iphonelife.com slash podcast, but you can download the video feed from the iTunes store. New information. So if you want to listen to this in the car, you can always download the audio version from the podcast app, but you can now download the video version as well from either the podcast app or go to iphonelife.com slash podcast where we'll link to everything we've done. We'll put the video and we actually have a transcript. So lots of ways to enjoy the podcast, people. Yeah, I'm glad you added that, David, because we were really happy to get the video podcast on iTunes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So her last, this is the hate feature to trump all bad features and that's battery life is by far the worst i've experienced on any iphone since the four and i've had every one this is not new feedback um we have another birdis wrote in saying i've been loving most of the features of ios 11 but it seems to be a lot more battery hungry than ios 10 i now have to charge my iphone 6s twice a day so i have one tip that everyone should definitely go check when you upgraded to ios 11 Apple actually turned your background app refresh to Wi-Fi only. So that's great if you have plenty of battery life and you just want to save on data. But if you previously had background app refresh off, then you're like, what's all this draining happening? That will hugely help to just turn it off completely. Because didn't you say that's what the default now? Once it you is. upgrade, even if you had that turned off before, and now it'll be set to Wi-Fi only? Exactly. Yeah. Which is tricky. It's very tricky. So that's in general settings, general background app refresh, and just turn that thing off. See, we haven't even gotten to our tip of the day section of the podcast, and because we have Connor here, you're already getting extra tips. Bonus tips. Yeah. So um, we had some responses from our, our last episode, Should You Buy the Series 3 Cellular? And we had some really interesting ones. So I'll read those through uh, quickly. Jackie wrote in. She says, I'm 80 and figure I would upgrade my current Apple Watch because I could use it as a medical alert device if I understand that it works independently away from my iPhone, which it does if you get the cellular version. And if you have to um, sign up for a cellular service plan with your provider too which is about 10 bucks a month. Uh, She says, it's inconvenient to have them in constant proximity, meaning her iPhone and her Apple Watch, as I now have to do. And I thought this was really great because, you know, I know a few um, older people who, you know, they wear those lifeline necklaces or 
different devices like that in case they fall, which is really important. But it's nice to have an Apple Watch that can do so much more and also be that medical alert mm-hmm. device for you. So Yeah, and like you feel fancy wearing it instead yeah. of like, oh, I have this lifeline thing. And you get a yeah, lot of uses totally out of it. Feeling. There's yeah. so many things you can do with an Apple Watch and you, and it's, it's a lot less dorky. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Jackie. Uh, Craig wrote in. We have two different Craigs who wrote in. Enjoyed your podcast as I'm considering a new iWatch for my girlfriend. I've already jumped in and he has already gotten one for himself. I got the ceramic cellular GPS and I love it. I especially like the text function and the Hey Siri works very well. Boy, Um, you got the ceramic. And then Donna turned on Hey Siri. (laughs) Yeah. uh, My husband actually got the... Uh, the cellular Apple Watch as well. And he also has been using Hey Siri. I didn't think of that as being that big of a deal, but that was like one of the mm-hmm. new features, but it's it seems to be really useful. I did, It didn't have Hey Siri before, huh? Mm-hmm. I like didn't even notice. I, I, I use Siri a lot, but that is useful. Yeah. And Siri talks back to you too, instead of just being on your, being written words yeah. on your watch face. Yeah. Okay, so our last listener, uh, Craig, wrote in, I have a question. The Apple Watch Series 3 GPS model has 8 gigabytes of capacity, while the Series 3 with cellular has 16 gigabytes. Uh, Why wouldn't some people buy the cellular version but leave the cellular turned off so you have double the capacity? So he had two questions, and I thought they were Real, you know, we, we wanted to look into them. Really good um, with this first one, basically, David and I have had the original Apple Watch and have never had a problem with the capacity. And I actually went and looked, and I have the original actually is six gigabytes, uh, and I think I have four or five gigabytes available. So wow. I'm using very little. Part of that is because Apple's third party apps just have not been very useful. Yeah, which with the Series 3, the Series 3 is so much faster using, yeah. the, you know, with the sum of the time I've been able to use it. So you might want to put a bunch more third-party apps I on. think the main factor really is going to be how much music do you load on your Apple Watch. Because right. that's the thing yeah. that takes a lot of space. So if you're planning on loading a lot of music on, that strategy might make sense. In general, I feel like 8 gigabytes is plenty, even if you have quite a few playlists on your device. I mean, 8 gigabytes is a lot of music. But let's say you do need the extra gigabytes, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to buy the cellular watch and not hook it up? My, yes, yes, it is. So that was the second part of the questions. He says, if you buy the cellular and you don't and you want to leave the cellular turned off, can you do that and not get charged that monthly fee? So the answer is yes. During the setup of your Apple Watch, you can enable cellular or you can skip that step. Also, even if you do enable it, you can turn it off later in your settings on your watch. So if you are somebody who wants to load a bunch of music onto your device and have that on there but not have to pay 10 bucks a month to stream stuff, you could do that. Mm -hmm. So that I thought that was a a great – some Hack. great questions that made us think about that a little bit more. That yeah. was a fantastic How question. you can kind of have this a device that's more powerful but not have to pay that $10 a month if making phone calls and things like that or streaming music isn't important to you. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, that uh, ends our listener feedback. Thank you guys so much for writing in, and please keep doing this. Uh, podcast at iPhoneLife.com. You guys help us think of things we didn't think of, and we love hearing from you. It's so much fun. Next, we want to tell you about our tip of the day newsletter, which is sort of special since we have our tip writer here with us. Uh, we have a tip of the day newsletter if you go to iphonelife.com daily tips, where you can sign up to get one one minute 
tip sent to your inbox every day that teaches you something you can do with your iPhone that you probably didn't know you could do. So uh, a lot of people ask us, how do you come up with a tip every day for every single day of the year? So we thought, you know, Connor's the best person to ask that to because she's the one who does it. And not just how do you come up with a tip, but how do you come up with a useful tip every yeah. day? Mm. Well, first thing is I batch the tips. So I actually write six tips at a time and then we spread them out each day. Um, the big thing that me, me and Sarah will get together, the web editor who's usually here, uh, and we'll brainstorm. We'll literally sit there and go through our settings and try and discover something we've never seen. Or if we get real desperate, we'll start searching the interwebs and we'll just ask like best features. And then we go through them. We've done that. We've done that. Oh, one we haven't done. We've done that. We've done that. Um, it's iPhone a struggle. user manuals too, right? iPhone manuals. user manuals. Um, if someone we know has trouble with something, we'll figure out how to fix it for them and make a tip out of that. Basically, my ears are always open for like new tips and ideas and yeah. And around the office, whenever somebody <laughs> discovers something cool that they can do with their phone, they always go running to Connor or Sarah and like, exactly. hey, we found this cool new thing. And then they write it down and schedule it and all that. Exactly. So it's, yeah. a, it's a ongoing process always. Definitely. We it also have a, a pretty active slack channel for tips too mm -hmm. like so if anyone has an idea post it there but that's super helpful basically we always like connor's the tip monster she's <laughs> a total beast when it comes to tips so. and we are always happy when a new operating system comes out because then we have a huge new batch so, yeah. so right happy. now is the perfect so time to subscribe to iphone life tip of the day it's totally free mm -hmm. iphonelife.com slash daily tip and don't forget our premium subscription, iPhone Life Insider, where you get a full comprehensive iOS 11 guide. You get video tips every day, and you get uh, a digital subscription to the magazine and ask an editor. Yeah, it's so iPhoneLife.com slash insider to go premium. We want to share with you a fun tip, iOS 11 tip. We do this each episode, as you guys know. And that's how to use the new message effects. Um, some This is one of those features that not everybody makes use of, not everyone loves, but it seems like the people who do love it really love it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe too much. I have no. certain friends. Who, yeah, I feel like I, I don't mean to diss these people, really. Um, but I have certain friends who send them to me all the time, and it is fun. So how you do this is when you're uh, writing a message in the Messages app and you've composed what you want to say, you press and hold or... Uh, or 3D touch, depending on the device you have, the send upward arrow icon like right to the right of your message box. Mm -hmm. And you'll go into a window that gives you different effects that you can send. And with iOS 11, Apple's added two new ones, um, Echo and Spotlight. So it'll do like a spotlight on the words or have a bunch of the, the words kind of like floating around. And they're, they're kind of fun. <laughs> I have to say, they're like, we, we give them a hard time sometimes. But I always forget about this feature and forget to send them. And every once in a while, I remember when somebody sends them to me, it is fun. Especially yeah. if, this, if, like, so, so there's so, it's so difficult to express emotion via text message. Mm -hmm. Somebody sends you something really exciting and you want to, like, celebrate and make it a big deal. And you go, yay, and it's not a big deal. <laughs> it doesn't work. And so these, are, these can be really useful and fun to use yeah. in moderation. <laughs> yeah. Keyword. Isn't there um, uh, a setting, though, with reduced motion for your... So there's a bit of a caveat here. Like, message effects do take up your battery life. So Apple has made it so if you... 
turn on reduce motion in your settings, I believe you cannot send message effects. Do you know? I can't remember. That used to be the case. I can't remember whether that was changed or not. Okay, but I believe if it now isn't there's working. Turn off reduce motion and try again. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. And if you don't know where that is in settings, you can actually just swipe down when you open settings and type in reduce motion and you'll be taken to that yes. settings page. So um, that's one fun tip. Sometimes we do something that's more like a fun feature. Other times it's a, a solution to a problem you might be having. But go to iphonelife.com slash daily tips to sign up. Uh, next up, we are getting into our news section, and that's all. This week, we want to talk to you about the iPhone 10 pre-ordering process. <laughs> so I feel like, first of all, we should <laughs> talk about the fact that Connor is planning on staying up till 2 a.m. Yes, I am. we're central time, so we have, right. to, we have to stay up later. Right. Apple is not kind to those of us who don't live on the West Coast. We got to <laughs> stay up super late. Yeah. So tell us about this, Connor. I'm, I'm excited. Stranger Things is supposed to come out at midnight on Netflix. Yes, perfect timing. So I'm going to watch Stranger Things until it's time to order the iPhone 10. So I think it's so it's midnight West Coast time. I, or I think at the beginning of the episode I said East Coast time. So it's you midnight did. on the West Coast, yeah. two a.m. Central time, or three a.m. if you're on the East Coast. So sorry. So, so you sorry. might be just waking up early if you're on the East Coast instead of staying up late. <laughs> and there's really limited supply, is what all the rumors are. So if you mm-hmm. if you do want to get one sometime soon, like honestly, this is total speculation, but I have a feeling that if you want one this year, you're gonna have to wait up. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's it's a tough thing, but that's welcome to being an Apple fan. <laughs> yeah. That's and that's why I'm gonna do it because I want to be able to start writing y'all how tos and tips right away. So my goal is to have this thing within a week. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. be right at that button. Yeah. Awesome. And if you so if you don't care about getting the iPhone 10 until next year, regular ordering starts November 3rd. But if you want to get it, I don't see any reason to to wait. You won't. I right. just want to start. October 27th. I, um, I, I will say every year I go through this, do I stay up or do I not? Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing where pre-orders will sell out and then the day the phone comes out, sometimes they're available at the Apple store or like Verizon or AT&T stores. So it's a gamble. Like I go mm-hmm. through this, if I don't stay up, then the next day I always debate whether or not I should just pre-order anyway or if I should wait it out and go to the Apple store. And it's kind of 50-50. But in general, I th- I think I found that if you don't pre-order right away, you can usually get them from the Apple store faster than if you pre-order a few days later. And Apple oh, has said thing. that they will have models to buy on launch day okay. at the stores. Yeah. So if you live somewhere where you're near an Apple store, that might be a good option for you. Um, but I still think you know you're gonna have to wait out more crowds. You're. It seems like a little bit more of a headache and than you, staying. Not up. the introvert's way to do it. <laughs> Definitely not. And you don't yeah. always have the right selection of phones. Like sometimes you don't get the right storage. Also, in addition to Apple stores, the cellular stores often have them. So it's worth looking yeah. around. We'll we'll cover yeah. this more as as it unfolds. Yeah. <laughs> so just to let you guys know, there you. It's not just the Apple website where you can order your your phone, as David mentioned. The, all the major carriers are also going to have limited supplies as well as big box stores like Walmart and Best Buy. So you have some different options of where to make your purchase. Um, a pro tip we wanted to give you guys, I've had trouble in the past sometimes with the Apple website when there are ton, oh, yeah. when there's a ton of traffic to the site, right. you, you might have a hard time checking out. If you use the Apple Store app on your phone, 
sometimes that works better. It's and everyone's saying that if you're going to pre-order it, use the app. It's also nice if you are if you decide to go to bed and just set an alarm, that then too. you can just like wake up, open the app on your phone, order it mm-hmm. and then go back to sleep. And you can <laughs> use I'm pretty like 99.99% sure you can use Apple Pay in the Apple Store app, which mm-hmm. means that when you go to buy it, it's like fingerprint done instead of let me enter my credit card, yeah. numbers, numbers, numbers. Such a good point. So if you don't have Apple Pay set up, you can do that ahead of time mm-hmm. so that you just use your finger print and then you can have your phone really and a- fast. Apple Pay's the best. I don't know. It like is. people no. don't get around to setting it up and they don't use it very much. And I know this because every time I'm in a store and I use it, everyone's <laughs> like freaked out about this crazy new technology. <laughs> it's true. But like most people have devices now who have Apple phones that use it because the right. 7 does. I think even the 6S does. I mm-hmm. forget about it. Yeah. All the time. Use it. It's like, I know it's, so it's like you're only saving a few seconds, but it's really convenient. <laughs> yeah. And in a situation like this, it really is. Um, another, whether using the app or a website, another tip is to, in the next couple of days, go onto the site and choose out all of your customization options for the 10. Know how much storage you want and what color you want and all of that just so that you don't have to worry about that when you don't have to be spending extra time making those decisions Right. come Saturday. Now, can you add it to your cart right away or do you just need to make those mental decisions and then quickly do it once it's final? I believe that you can put it in the cart. Hmm. But either way, knowing that, um, like Apple yeah. lets you go through those steps without making the purchase. So yeah. so I would believe you can put it in the cart. Okay, I'm ready. Wait, wait, wait. No, I don't think you I can. I don't think you can. I don't no. think you can. Yeah. I think you can just choose it out because if it's not available for pre-order, you, you wouldn't be able to put it in the cart. Yeah. Uh, I take that back. One more thing that you should do is call your carriers and figure out what all of their special offers are because the carriers often have deals around now for trading in your old phone and getting value for that. I've read, Ugh, I think I Verizon is giving but. quite a bit right now for the, for old phones. So you got to do a little research so that you're not at 2 a.m. trying to figure this stuff out. And we'll, we'll link to the article I recently wrote on trading it in versus selling it mm-hmm. because a lot of the time, actually, your carrier isn't going to be the best deal. Yeah. Um, I personally recommend if you have a newer iPhone and you definitely um, don't want to sell it, then... If you trade it in at your Apple store, for the 7 Plus, you can get 375 in store credit. Okay. So, like, for me, I plan to um, trade my Plus in at the store and then turn around and get an Apple Watch with that gift card. So, it's it's perfect. So, depending mm. on your needs, there are various options and websites, and it's all in that article. It'll huge help. I will say, last year, uh, Verizon and the other carriers don't often offer particularly good deals for trading it in. But then sometimes when the new phone comes out, they'll offer better deals in that time period. And that's what happened to us with Verizon last year where for the most part, I wasn't planning on trading in with them. And then at the last second, they offered me a really good deal and I did it. So Mm. it's worth calling and checking in what the latest deals are. Typically, the best way to make money is by selling it through eBay. That's where you usually get the most. But then you have to go through the hassle of selling it on eBay. So there's a lot to decide. Uh, Connor has an awesome article on this stuff. So we'll link to it, iphonelife.com slash podcast. That's right. So that pretty much covers 
what you need to do to pre-order your iPhone 10. Uh, you can always write into us if there's anything we didn't think of at podcasts at iphonelife.com or just to let us know how your pre-ordering experience was. Yes, please and do tell. let's make this our question of the day. Are you staying up till midnight, 2 a.m., mm-hmm. whenever, to pre-order the phone? And what are you doing with your old device? <laughs> That'll be a fun question of the day. Email yeah. us at podcast at iphonelife.com. Cool. Next, we're moving into our complaints and learning section Ooh. of the week. Um, for me, what I my complaint this week is why is it that the Apple Watch Series 3 cellular can't stream music yet? And that's, um, right. I, I mean, part of this complaint is why doesn't it have Spotify? Because that's really what I want on my Apple Watch. Yes, but, um, that's Spotify's fault. And, and I'm going to hear about this in the next episode. We're doing a, a Spotify versus Apple Music, but it sucks. I've yeah. been waiting for that Apple Watch app forever and Spotify is not getting it together. Yeah, and Apple's not getting it together right now. Apple, I know it's in a beta um, stage right now, streaming Apple Music, but I feel like Apple really, that was like one of the big selling factors when they mm-hmm. announced the Apple Watch cellular. Yeah. They're saying you're going to be able to stream 40 million songs from your wrist. And that feature just, it didn't ship with right. the Apple Watch. And so Tyler, my husband, got the Apple Watch and uh, immediately I switched to Apple Music um, so that we could do a family plan and he could stream music to his wrist. And so we would pay a little bit less because I usually... Um, have been using Spotify, and then the feature doesn't even work. Oh, man. Which is annoying. And I I heard by the end of this month it's going to be out, but we'll see. Right. It's it's a big problem. Like, that is – like, Sarah has the the new cellular watch. Well, she doesn't have it with cellular, but she has the new watch. And everyone who wants to do Apple Music is like – Wait a minute. Isn't yeah. this a feature or is this not a feature? What's going on? I mean, I know. in Apple's defense, <laughs> what they usually do is they wait until a feature is good and ready before releasing it, which can be really frustrating when you're waiting for them to wait to, for it to be good and ready. But a lot of companies rush it and put out subpar products. Apple definitely has done that sometimes, but they're <laughs> better about it than most companies are. So mm-hmm. I'd rather them wait till it was right than do it too early, but... I wish they should have gotten it right before shipping. Yeah. yeah they had time. Definitely. Honestly, though, I really, I think the bigger complaint is the Spotify app. Yeah. Yeah. Because so next episode, Connor and David are going to be <laughs> battling out. so happy yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. This gives you ammo uh, on whether or not Apple Music or Spotify is the better choice. <laughs> I'm like a diehard Spotify person and Connor is a diehard Apple Music person. We're going to have it out. You're going to have to wait a couple weeks to hear this, but (laughs) we may not survive. (laughs) Yeah. So this is a major mark against Spotify. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, Okay. What are you guys, what are your complaints and learning? I kind of bit my tongue through the whole list of iOS 11 pros and cons (laughs) because this was my complaint and it, I, I complained a little bit about it last episode too, but they still have not fixed iOS 11 for me. The bugs are just awful yeah um it's it's like borderline unusable it's really bad and so there's a few things that i'm noticing number one it's still just regularly crashing or pausing Mm -hmm. uh a couple things that have been particularly bad 
the bug I complained about last episode still isn't fixed, which is when you get a new text message, it shows up below the keyboard that and you for me can't too. see it. Yeah. The second thing that happens to me in the iOS uh, 11 messages app is it'll randomly switch to landscape mode, even though my phone isn't in landscape mode. Have you that had this so happen? No, no. So it'll switch to landscape mode, even though my phone isn't in landscape mode. And then when I like, it like freezes my phone. So I'll turn it off and try to turn it back on. And I'll have to wait like 30 seconds for my phone to turn back on. Wow. That's so it's annoying. It's really bad. And the third thing that happens is on the landing screen or on the home screen, when you swipe right to like view something, a message or something else, and then it says enter, put your phone, uh, use touch ID, okay. it won't work for me. So Touch ID works fine most of the time, but when I'm swiping right to access something and then putting my phone, my finger on the phone to use Touch ID, it won't work and I'll have to use my passcode. That's, That's really nuts. annoying. And it's yeah. crashing like just randomly. I'll have to just restart it at least a, a couple times a week. And like part of what's so frustrating to me about this is iOS 11 felt like there were some nice features to it, but it wasn't a massive upgrade. Like when they switched to iOS 7, I was a little bit more patient with the bugs because it like overhauled it was the a huge whole redesign. thing. Yeah. Given like the features that they're doing on my phone that they added, it should not have made it that unstable. To me, it's a major, major yeah. blunder by Apple. And I actually, when I was standing, I went to Chicago this week and I was standing in line and somebody else was talking about switching to Android because of iOS 11. That's Dang. how bad it is. I've heard so many of my friends complaining about this. And yeah, I mean, this is a good time to talk about, you know, earlier in the episode, we, we talked about listeners who wrote in with battery problems. Battery problems, while they're really bad, um, we do have a lot of tips, including the one Connor gave you about background app refresh, refresh that can at least really minimize the battery drainage. Right. But if you have an iPhone 6, I would say, maybe even a 6S, I don't know that I would recommend even upgrading to iOS 11 at this point until more has been worked out because it has like basically bricked fr- friends of my phones who it's have so older phones. Bad. So I just like to give a warning there. I do think as Apple Apple has already um, released a few bug fixes. So I think, yeah. So I think for a lot of people, it's better. Like mine's a little bit better than it used to be, but it's still pretty bad. I have the 7 Plus. So it is the most recent phone until the 8 came right. out. It should not be it's a unacceptable. problem. It's unacceptable. Yeah. yeah, in my opinion, it's unacceptable. And uh, I, I think it's really interesting because I feel like I'm having 70% less issues than you are. Yeah, and it seems to be phone yeah, by phone. Yeah, not as bad as David. Because uh, okay. uh, funnily enough, uh, Noah, our COO, he had a, I think it was a 6, and he loved iOS 11, didn't have any problems. It worked perfectly for him. So <laughs> Yeah, it's that's, like, I think that's an unusual oh experience. My yeah, I, so I, I don't, I mean, I understand this is part of what's so hard for Apple is they may be testing it on their phones and it works fine and they may be using older phones and it works fine and then you release in the wild and it just does weird things sometimes so yeah. mm-hmm. it's part of it but in my opinion it was more than it should have been and they're not fixing it fast enough right yeah. i think that's a big part of it yeah hang in there i'm hanging in there they will fix it it will get better these are like every new operating system does have bugs early on so that's the good news is it will get better but i've been really frustrated by my phone all right, Connor, what's your complaint or learning of the week? It I, doesn't have to be a complaint. I, I yeah. have a learning. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so this I just recently learned. You can actually zoom in and out on in the Maps app 
with just using your thumb. Mm. Like, I'm oh. right? I'm constantly, if I'm using the Maps app, having to like use both hands and you zoom in. You don't have to do that. You can hold it with one hand, take your thumb, double tap, the second tap, I knew this. hold it on the I'm screen. I'm so proud that I knew that something that you didn't know. Drag down to zoom out and drag up to zoom in. I had no idea. That is awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you don't have to pinch and zoom and all that. Right. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Is this a skip? Is this a tip that's scheduled now? It is a tip Coming that's scheduled. Coming soon. <laughs> y'all getting previews. Yeah. <laughs> Connor has David saying y'all now. It's true. <laughs> I'm really proud of that. <laughs> I pick up weird, like, linguistic things from people. I'm it's, from Texas, yeah. y'all. <laughs> I am not. I have no reason to be saying y'all. I do that with British accents. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> Um, okay, so best apps and gear. We Before we wrap up this episode, we want to share some app and gear recommendations. And we have a second sponsor, right? We do have a second sponsor. David, I'm so glad you remember. Yeah. Our second sponsor is Full Contact. And we they're a new them. sponsor, and I'm really excited about this. So we have yeah. two new sponsors that are both app sponsors, and mm-hmm. it's really awesome because they both have really great solutions for you. I, despite my complaint about iOS 11, love Apple, of course. I've been accused of being a fanboy many times. (laughs) I read the emails. Thanks, guys. But Apple, in my opinion, doesn't do it. We were just talking about this yesterday. Doesn't do a great job with some of their stock apps. Right. And one of them that they don't do a great job with is contacts. Yeah. So full contact is stepping up to do an amazing job. This has a lot of features that Apple doesn't have. One thing that's really unique is you can scan business cards and they have some, each business card is checked by a real human being before scanned. Yeah. So it's really awesome if you go to trade shows, if you get business cards, you, you can upload them. They have a lot of other features too. First of all, it works across platforms. So you can integrate it and it'll work on your computer. It'll work on your phone and it'll work on your iPad. It also will then pull in a bunch of other information for you, which will be, it pulls in their LinkedIn, their Twitter account, their Facebook, all of that into one profile. And finally, it does deduping. So I always end up with a lot of duplicates in my contact information. I'll have an email as one line item, and then I'll have a phone number as another, and it won't pull it in together. So full contact does deduping as well. So really powerful solution for contact management, you can go to fullcontact.com or get it from the App Store now. I never heard that term before. Deduping. deduping. Oh, deduping. Me I was like, did he mean to say deduping? <laughs> it's a very like uh, businessy software thing. That's like, amazing. For CRMs, you always get deduping yeah. software. Yeah. I mean, it sounded like I need deduping, yeah. but uh, I didn't know I needed it. Okay. Um, so my app of this week, favorite app, is Tasty. BuzzFeed has made a recipe app that's oh, so much fun. Oh, I love fun. their videos. I know. Um, so basically what they do is they have step-by-step instructions. And for each step, there's just a short sped-up video that shows you what it's supposed to look like because – A lot of times with recipes, especially when I'm baking, I'm always like, is this what this dough is supposed to look like? Is this the right, is this a a consistency I should be Uh going for? Because it feels like it's not. Um, So so this app is really awesome that way because it shows you. So you can be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, and I'll just drool over all of the videos and not actually make anything. Yeah. And it's a free app? It's a free app. And it's nice. I like their notifications too because they'll be like, 
oh, it's Friday. You might want to try these cookies or like here's a healthy dinner option on Tuesday. Stuff like that. Those notifications would drive me crazy. Really? They don't, they haven't totally overdone it. So it's been okay so far, but that's been a fun one. Nice. Uh, Connor, what about you? So I I have a confession to make. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. I am obsessed with Battle Jack. (laughs) What? What what, what is Battle Jack? (laughs) Okay, so you all know know 21, the card game Uh 21. Um, Wait, man, is, is 21 Blackjack? Blackjack, okay, 21. Okay. Um, Connor's going to Vegas for, is this going to be your first time in Vegas? I've First time in Vegas of a legal age. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be different. She's going to get more familiar with Blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going for a conference well, for CS. You'll hear more about practice, it. Okay, go so. ahead, go ahead. Um, and then it's a combination of Blackjack and a role-playing game. Okay. So you build a team of different elements, water, fire, light, and dark mm-hmm. characters, mm. and then you go through this whole... Uh, many levels of defeating and basically you know you can't go over 21 21 is like the most attack power that you can get oh crazy I have a problem you guys <laughs> I've spent too much money oh so is it is it oh, free to money? download it's a free download with in-app purchases uh-huh. just be careful <laughs> I get into it and then I don't want to lose or I uh-huh. want this character and it's so much fun <laughs> oh man that's amazing. Yeah, Connor, I feel like Connor and Sarah are probably our biggest office gamers. Would yeah. you think that's accurate? I think that's accurate, yeah. yeah. I actually have a game this week, too. I'm not usually an office gamer. No. Um, and this one is going to be one you guys have all heard about and know, but I used I used it when like I first got an iPhone in like 08, 09. Haven't used it in Whoa. years and years, and then I got really into it again. Words with friends. Oh, mm. my goodness. That's so that's so you, that David. I know. I have to Flash say. <laughs> right? But I thought I'd mention it, not because nobody's heard of it, but like sometimes the really great older games, people get burnt out on them and don't use them. Things like Angry Birds or <laughs> Tiny Wings or Doodle Jump. Like those games Flash. are Doodle such Doodle like. Jump. I Doodle Jump. Doodle Jump. Doodle Jump. Exactly. Jump and like they were one. great and people get sick of them and I understand, but like just a reminder, people. <laughs> Those games are great. Check them out. Words with friends. I'm I'm having a blast. I'm about it's to a get trivia on there game, just so isn't it? I can no, no, no. It's it's like Scrabble. Oh, okay. That friends. sounds better. Scrabble with friends. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's another one. What's the trivia one that you would like to play? I I know what you're talking about. It's it's, it's evading me. me. Yeah. It's like quiz something. quiz up quiz, quiz up. up. Yeah. Quiz up. That too. I've avoided just because I'm terrible. I'm actually terrible at most games. So. Therefore, I don't like games. Mostly, I'll, I'll be honest here. So I've been, I've been playing against my uh, girlfriend's father, and I've been winning every time. So really, that's the real reason I love it is that I'm winning. Yeah. See, and I'm so tempted to get back on words with friends so I can do beat it. You. Do it. Connor's amazing at Mario. And like one time, I beat her at one level, and then ten minutes later, she had like doubled my score. Yeah. I'm gonna add a second question of the week. I okay. want to see if you guys have any fun games that you've been playing lately not mentioned here you can email podcast at iphonelife.com and let us know what you're playing and what you're foolishly spending your money on like <laughs> hey hey it's not foolish yeah if you're you do fun, you connor you, yeah you do you. very foolish yeah um so this wraps up episode 69 of the iphone life podcast good luck everybody ordering your pre-ordering your iphone 10 i know that you know, we almost like didn't want to tell you guys about pre-ordering because we want to make sure we get our mm-hmm. iPhone 10 sooner. But no, we decided to share that with you. So before I let you go, I just have a small favor to ask you guys. 
<laughs> in addition, because uh -oh. you guys are so engaged. You send us so many emails and we love it. It really, really helps us if you review the app. What yes. happens when you review it Review is, the podcast, yes, I mean. Yes, thanks. Review the podcast. When you review it, yeah. it means more people get to discover it and more people listen. We do this every two weeks for free and it's a small favor. We'd really appreciate it if you could take a couple minutes, leave some stars, let us know what you think. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank See you, you next time.